Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is April 19th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. First and foremost, the coronavirus rant. Um, You know, like I said yesterday, pretty much any ailment that you have is going to be considered coronavirus, which I just think is absolutely ridiculous. Um... So just pretty much you have to be in perfect health from now until, you know, the end of this pandemic, if there's going to be an end, because nobody knows. Um, You know, just one of the things that I'm just, you know, curious about is why are we taking personal protective equipment from Russia and China you know say what you want but they are our adversaries and there's no telling what they're doing to that equipment so I really don't know what to say um You know, like I said, I'm not a political guy. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. You know, I think if you put your faith in either one, you're going to be disappointed. And, you know, a two-party system, you know, you're one party away from anarchy. So, I think there should be multiple choices in terms of political parties I don't think there should be two dominant parties because one party could eliminate the other party and then what choice you got after that could happen stranger things have happened in in this country in this world um so I just, like I employ anybody that listens to this podcast, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. You know, don't put your life in somebody else's hands. Um, Take charge. Do what you got to do to save your own life. Physically, internally, every which way possible. Um, And that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant today. Um, moving on to my other segments. First one is entitled, uh, raw slash SmackDown seems better without fans question mark. Uh, and I'm a huge wrestling fan. I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. So this isn't just something I'm using to try to fill time. I've talked about wrestling on several episodes. I don't necessarily think it's better without fans, but I think it makes the wrestlers work on their acting and their 
actual wrestling more, um, which is a great thing. I mean, because you have some wrestlers on the roster that are not good wrestlers, that are not good actors, and they don't sell their character like they should. They just get by on pleasing the fans. So I think with no fans in the arena, it makes them work on their craft, which is, you know, in the long scope of things, is going to uh, make them better entertainers. Because that's what they are. They're entertainers. Um, I don't discount the physicality of professional wrestling. Because I know, I know just from watching for you know my whole life that hey it's a it's a dangerous job that they don't get credit for um you know so i'm gonna say uh it's a good thing but you know nobody wants to see professional wrestling long term without fans and you know my thing is the smaller promotions in this country, there's no way they can survive because they don't have the big Fox contract like WWE. So, but it's going to be hard for, you know, people to get out to those mom and pop wrestling events that they like to have at the high school gyms and all of that. So just like the independent circuit, man, I know that's pretty much dead. It's going to be hard for that to come back. You know. You got 17 million people without jobs. And then when they do get their jobs back. They're not going to be thinking about going to see professional wrestling. They're going to be trying to get their bills caught up. And get food on the table. So. Let me know what you think about that segment. Uh. Raw Smackdown seems better without fans. Moving on to the next segment. Who will be the breakout star for Florida State football in 2020? Um, the breakout star. Man. I'm going to say on defense, I think it's going to be Emmett Rice. On offense, I'm picking, I want to pick uh, Kalen LeBorn so bad. But I just don't know which guy's going to show up. Because, you know, when the guy takes off his shirt, he looks like a, a, a Greek god. You know, no, no, uh, you know. No no uh ill will intended. Um But then he'll just do some boneheaded stuff and get suspended off the team for five or six games. So I just don't know which guy's gonna show up. So I'm not gonna pick Caitlin LeBourne. Um I'm gonna go with Cam McDonald. Okay, I know this kid never gets in any trouble. And he just he just has potential written all over him. So, I mean, I know we've recently acquired 
uh, some recruits. Well, not recently, back in February. Um, Carter, what's his name? Carter Boatwright. We acquired him, and then we got Upshur back. So, and uh, then you got the walk-on kid. Then there was another uh, recruit we got that played basketball pretty much his whole life and something he, he just started playing football like in the last couple of years so but i still think if 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 cam mcdonald can get that upper body right get his blocking down man i don't see anything stopping him i really truly don't um So I would say Cam McDonald and Emmett Rice. Um, I don't think there's going to be just one single guy on this team that is just going to be like Peter Warwick or Warwick Dunn or Dalvin Cook or Jameis Winston. I don't think we're going to have that guy. Um, Is it a potential to have that guy? Of course. Marvin Wilson, Lars Woodby, Nigel Dean, Scary Terry. Kalen LeBourne, I mean, there, there's potential there, but I just don't see it happening this year where we just have that one singular guy that's just transcendent. We haven't had that in a long time. Cam Akers was that guy. Um, Like I said, to me, he's one of the best running backs to ever come through because he did more with less. Uh. But let me know who you think is going to be the breakout star for the Florida State Seminoles. Um, and moving on to the next segment, which is entitled Over or Under 2,000 Yards Rushing for 2020. And you already know that I'm going to take the under. Uh, our offensive line sucks. All right. Our three best offensive linemen, Ira Henry. Darius uh, Washington and Dante Lucas, all sophomores. So, and unless they're doing some serious lifting right now, which I know is probably going to be very hard because of the pandemic, unless they're doing some serious lifting, bro, I just don't see our offensive line coming in and dominating. Okay, because you're probably looking at, you're probably looking at uh, Ira Henry, the kid from, uh, uh, Florida International that your tackles, you're probably looking at. Dante Lucas definitely at one guard then Washington and Brady Scott battling it out for the other guard and then Andrew Baselli at center now Andrew Baselli like I've said in previous episodes needs to get stronger but I I would be amazed if we got 1500 yards rushing I would be amazed by that because I don't, you know, 
it's it's great that we added, you know, defensive uh graduate transfer talent, but we need offensive linemen that can move people. And to me, we only got one guy, and that's Dante Lucas. Ira Henry is very athletic, just from what I've seen in the workouts. He looks very athletic. Darius Washington can play. Um, But every other offensive line, offensive lineman on that roster, on this roster, excluding the uh, new guys, suspect. So I don't think we're going to get even close to 2,000 yards. Maybe 1,000. Maybe 1,000. I think you could have a couple of guys or one guy get to like 500. But you you have to remember when Cam Akers was there, he ran with want to. He he ran with ferocity and tenaciousness. I I don't see – now I'm not going to discount Coburn or the other – transfer or the the um the rookie to a feely but I, I just gotta see it to believe it i just gotta see it to believe it all right and um that's gonna do it for that segment moving on to final segment of this episode florida state football question mark juggernaut Middle of the road or cupcake? I don't think we're a cupcake just yet. I think we're slowly moving towards a cupcake team. I don't think you can just if you if you could get all seventy game day guys to come out there and play with hunger and spirit and you know, as my coach used to say, piss and vinegar. I, I think we could play with anybody in the country. Cause I don't think it's a I don't think it's a talent deficiency. I think it's just it's 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 something that mentally this coaching staff has to unlock to get this team to play with just you know desire and want to bring the program back and more importantly than that just taking pride in yourself that hey i'm out here playing football this is going on tape this is going in history i don't want to look like a buffoon um i'm gonna say we're somewhere between middle of the road and cupcake and i don't know what that is uh I don't know a word that could describe that. Uh, mediocre. Because middle of the road, you're kind of good. Cupcake, you suck. So we're like a combination of both. So I would just say we're a mediocre team right now. Just based on last year's performance. I know we've had a lot of additions. And this pandemic has really messed that up. If we If we had been on schedule with all our stuff, spring game and practicing and all that, Okay, I would, you know, spring game would have been happening today, I think. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens, man, like I always say. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. B. 
Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Be aware of your surroundings. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.